Messy Mon Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. Ooh, I'm hungry. Make sure your next apartment has everything that you need. Messy Mondays. Because <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, no, I don't I didn't realize I didn't have a microwave. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a big deal. Then I have my and, and I discovered that my hot water in my shower literally only lasts for like seven minutes. Oh wow! And it goes to like freezing. Like they, it have, goes, they must have it controlled because that's a lot. That's very fast. I don't know, but I know my water heater is like oddly small because it's under the kitchen sink or near the kitchen sink, like underneath. So it's a pretty like miniature water heater when i say i literally took a shower had soap suds everywhere and before i can get all the soap suds off of me that shit had turned to freezing cold water that i like literally had like under boob soap studs and i had to like wipe it out okay so in your search make sure you got everything you need no yikes but no but i think that you can control the hot water but in, at the end of the day, that just sounds like torture. I'm very sorry that you had a soapy boob. And it's 35 degrees outside? Yeah, that's insane. So, just making sure you know that you have everything you need. When you, yeah, I guess when you I find should check the place. hot water pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's Please. definitely something you never check on. No. Like, flushing the toilet. Like, little things like that. Like, Good advice. my toilet runs. Like, the sound of it runs. I've gotten used to it now, but... It's like little stupid things you don't check for when you're moving. So that's a fair warning to you and everyone listening. <laughs> yes. Very good advice. Check the bathrooms, the water, and the toilets before Please. you move into it. It's a big deal. You're right. And you know what turns me off, especially since I was like, you know, looking for apartments? You know how you can tell the bathroom just needs to be cleaned? But it definitely turns you off when it's dirty to even move in. So yes. it's like, for those of you who are showing apartments, please clean the bathroom. <laughs> Seriously. It turns people off. It turns it me does. off. It does. And on that note. Yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Messy Mondays, episode number 26. Yes, you heard that right with your host, Show Me, and your girl, Marley Bar. Uh, thank you so much for supporting us and tuning in, guys. Welcome back. Thank you, everyone. Um, I feel like it's been a while, but it's only been a week. It's just been a long week, of course. It's been a but long week, yeah. Last week's episode on Love and Hip Hop, I still got catching up to do on the show. Me too, me too. Um, but thank you for everyone for listening. Don't forget to make sure to subscribe and review us, share with your friends, and also leave us comments on YouTube and SoundCloud. Yes, and shout out to Pretty Ricky for the follow. Thank you. Oh, we really right. appreciate it. You guys showed us love and followed us on the podcast. That is amazing. One more really dope follower. Hopefully, you guys got to listen to the podcast and see that we guys, uh, we have a lot of love for you out here. And shout out to Florida in general. For sure, for sure. Speaking of Florida, Florida has, this episode is like dedicated to Florida, yeah, Miami, for sure. Broward County. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and the man we love, loves us in Florida. Well, I'm in Seattle, but still. <laughs> loves Miami. And showed amazing support to Miami. It's the one and only, the amazing, the sexy, Aubrey Graham. <laughs> A.K.A. Drake, baby. A.K.A. Drake. <laughs> yes, we have to say that Drake is magic. Drake is magic. He's been magic since the moment we all started listening to him. I am a fan. I'm talking about a fan of Drake. If Drake's on the track, I like the track. Like, I'm telling you right now. It's, it's to it's, that point. It's it's kind of that point to me, too. I've, um, I used to watch Degrassi. So when he started coming out with the songs and things like that, I knew of his songs from the Toronto stuff because I always, yeah. always watched the show. And he would put music like like it was stupid stuff because I had like you know when you have like all the TV channels like yeah. my friend's house they have like every channel yeah so I used to watch Canada channels and when I used to babysit so I used to see everything he did so from so, I then, mean did you take him seriously as a rapper since you knew him as the actor I didn't pay attention like and you know when you just like you didn't like you knew he was cute but you weren't really, like paying attention yeah 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 so like what was going on and then it was when he dropped um. 
What's that song? Oh my god, I can envision the video right now. The purple talking about, has a oh, purple background. Purple background. Yes, with him and Trey songs. Oh, oh, that was the your break moment. Yes, that was the oh, first. Okay. That's no, for the real. Uh, the mixtape so far gone was my my Drake moment. Like, oh, that that's was, another one. That was my moment for sure. Like the um, the fact that he was like doing the singing and hip hop thing at the same time was very mm-hmm. new at that time. At that yeah. time, it was very new. Drake started this shit. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> so it's like, oh, he has like a little bit of weak vocals, but it's nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like you the you the best. Like he just started <laughs> doing that, and it's like it drove the girls crazy, and the video was crazy. And then we saw him in a video because I never watched the Grassy, so I didn't really know what he looked like. I didn't even oh. have. Like an image, I just knew the voice because I heard the music and I love the music. When I saw what he looked like, I was hyped. I was like, yo, like he's not like a typical looking dude. Like he's cute, you know, like it just, like it was, I loved Drake since the beginning. Like loved him. Loved yeah. him. Yeah. And that out, that mixtape so far gone is like, Oof. has legit, like, you know what? No, every Drake song or every woman at least and every guy too, fuck that, everybody has a Drake song that correlates with their life yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Like, no bullshit. Like don't, yeah. like, don't lie to yourself, fellas. Like, you know that there's a Drake song out there. That shit comes on, and you're like, this bitch. Or, like, all your emotions, like, Twitter and people used to make fun, like, Drake crying on another record. Right, no, that you felt that sensitive. same way. You know you're feeling that same way. So... I can't think of a song that reminds me at the moment, but I know I have records that'll trigger some emotions right? when they come on. And then, like, when you hear this intro... Yes. And, like, it's all of a sudden, you're like, yo, this album is crack. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like that type of thing <laughs> that you get from, like, Drake tracks. You know what I mean? It's like he, yes. he has that way to like kind of get you in your feelings but in a way that's comfortable and it's like when he started for those of you who just started being on the drake path when drake first dropped at that time it wasn't in style to be in your feelings it wasn't like cool to be like that type of rapper and like when he came out with that style and that genre like it connected so well with everyone because he was rapping about relatable subjects which is you know, I want to be successful. I want to be greater. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to try. I'm going to earn my position. I'm going to show you that I'm better. I'm in love with that girl. She left me and she hurt me. And I and I can't believe this guy betrayed me and he doesn't trust me. And I'm better than everybody else, but they still don't see me. And I'm shining so bright. I'm going to just do me. Like, that was Drake all the way. So yeah. it was like that connected with all of us. And I personally, even though... At that time, it was like he was young and like nobody wanted to admit it. Like, yo, this guy's dope and like he's a dope rapper and like he's better than a lot of guys out here. Like he started getting respect from older people. I love Drake. <laughs> I love Drake. I love him. And I and I even love the video that he did um, so much. It's like one of my favorite uh, Drake videos is with Lil Wayne, the one that they're in a bar mitzvah. And oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yes. Yes, like I love that video. I love that it was a rap video in a Jewish environment in a bar mitzvah with grown (laughs) men. Like that's hilarious. Like I just love that he's (laughs) different and it's okay and people don't look at it like a hoax. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's cool. Yeah, I like. I have a ton of videos that I like. I hate and I'm sorry. I love Kanye West, but I hate that um, the first video that came out and Kanye West directed it. What's it called? Baby, you're my everything. You're all I ever wanted. Oh, for real? You, uh, you, the, you the best. You, you the, the best. You the yes. Best. Yeah. Kanye directed it, and it's kind of like Kanye. Yeah, exactly. And it's sort of like the unique Kanye thing. But I envision I loved that song so much when it came out, and I I put my friends because no one knew. <clears throat> Excuse me. No one really knew about that song unless, like I said, you were following the Drake kind of Degrassi yeah, thing. Yeah. So I knew that song, and and because I knew the other song uh, with the Trey songs. First, it was yeah. a song with Trey songs, and then this one came out. And I was like, "Y'all have to listen to it. This shit is the bomb." And I was obsessed with the song, and then the video came out, and it didn't correlate. And you're just like, "Fuck!" 
because it was a bunch of girls right in the basketball like they were cheerleaders it was something it was sexualized it was a sexualized video it just wasn't what i wanted like it wasn't what like it didn't have the something there but yeah Uh, but i mean the point is that this was years ago you know what i'm saying like so I think it's I, almost like 10 years ago. Yeah, at this more. point, he's been in the game for quite some time. And, like, I remember seeing him here in Miami in the James L. Knight Center. It was, like, the first time I ever seen him perform. It was one of his very first tours. Mm-hmm. His performance was just weak. Not weak, like, he wasn't good, but you could tell he needed, he, needed, he needed to sharpen his skill. He needed to get better at public it was still early. performing. It was early. He was singing. His voice was cracking. It was insane. And, like, <laughs> I, I, I was still like, yo, Dre, come on. You could do this. You could be better. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was doing the jogging pants on stage, and I was like, oh, that's a Jay thing. You know, like, little things I noticed. And he was still trying to, like, you know, become himself as a performer. Fast forward to the... You know, the concert, I know you went to one. We went on different days. The one out here in the American Airlines Arena. Mm-hmm. That shit was amazing. It was beautiful. The production was amazing. They had all kinds of graphics, and Drake killed it, and everybody was going crazy, and the performance was so live. It was such an excellent concert. And to see the growth in the artist that I saw when he first had just an album or two out to now that he's the superstar that he is, it's awesome to see that growth. I, the other concert that I went to was also the one with little, him and Lil Wayne. Yeah. Did you go to that one? It was I outside. Didn't. No, I didn't uh, go to that one. It's an okay concert where him and Lil Wayne were going back and forth within each other. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, like a video game console kind of deal. It was very cheesy. And now that you think about it, like it was very cheesy. But it was a pretty good show. But this most recent last tour was perfection. Yes. Was perfect. Was like... If you ever went to like the Watch the Throne tour, like that's one of my favorite yeah. shows. Yeah. Like it was that perfect. It fit everything correct. And so. it was it was colorful. It was it was very nice. It was it was a very good. Um, you got your money's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Because when and you I go to concerts, last minute. <laughs> when you go to concerts, you're spending a pretty penny. So um, it's important to have you know the ability to have a great time and and be worth the money because not everybody could be a good live performer and we all know that like it takes an artist to be a live performer you know what i mean i've seen some terrible performances before in my life but we do talk about the great things and you know what's the future looking like for drake per se i don't know where he goes from here the most recent music has been a phenomenal because i do enjoy God's plan is like a phenomenal. Like it really sounds like old Drake. Yeah, There's some it sounds. And I will like a, you know, this might start some beefs. It does sound exactly the same. It has the same exact formula from everything else that he's done. But there's something about that formula that connects with you every single time. Because if you listen to God's plan and you listen to other music that older music that he's had and other stuff, it sounds exact. It's the. I mean, but I isn't exact, that isn't that his sound? Exact. I mean, doesn't Migos' mm-hmm. entire album sound exactly the same? With and no that's like the albums. most. Isn't that the most popular album out right now? Like the culture too. Like it's been dropping and breaking records, and it's everyone listens to it, and it's like a a cross-cultural album and Migos sounds the same in every album and song that I hear. No, well, I'm, so you see, Migos sounds the same on that, right? But the the sound of the music is different. The beats are different. I'm talking about Drake having that same exact sound, like the actual music sounds exactly the same like something previously. And then his cadence all goes in the same exact pattern of it. Like right. it just, the whole package it's just it. I know. I know. It's the. It's Drake like a Drake package. package. There yes. you go. <laughs> I know it's the Drake package. And I yeah. know that's what to expect. But so for the fact that that same thing has worked ten years later from the first time you did it is amazing to me. But and I why, don't think many can do that. Why? Why try to fix something that's not broken? You know what I mean? I guess. Yes, I guess. You know what I mean? And it's like he said. Like he said, and I quote, "Because um, I'm top five, and that means I'm top two, and I'm not two. So, in my opinion, a person that can give you the same thing for 10 years and do it well and still be the best and still, you know, get respect, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't see what's wrong with that. Like, I I don't, I don't think that I take away his credibility because his formula has not changed. 
I don't know. Like, um, what about this last album, More Life? It had a very Caribbean sound to it. And a lot of English, a lot very um, UK, yes, and very Caribbean, and then Caribbean UK, which is another aspect of things. It it was, and it was good. I believed him. That's the amazing part. <laughs> the most, because like no, like you think about it. Yes, he grew up in Canada, in Toronto, and yes, there's a lot, a lot of Caribbean influence. Indian yes, influence and I, you know, and I, we, I just learned Toronto. that as I got older, how oh, really? many. Um, Caribbean people live in the Canada area. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like that, Chinese, I definitely learned that. Yeah, Trini, Jamaicans, Jamaican. Um, I have family in Toronto. <laughs> like, there's a huge influence out there. So yes, you surround yourself just like we do. We know Cubans, so we can put on a yeah. Cuban accent any day. But not only and, that, we know a lot of Jamaicans living here in South Florida. Yeah, so we know the culture. Yeah, so for we're sure, part, we're a part of that culture in some way, shape, or form. So I, I, I be, he's believable in the sense of those are the people he's surrounded by that culture. Like who so that's doesn't why I'm eat, not mad at it. Who doesn't eat, you know, curry and jerk chicken and festival bread and you know what I'm saying? Like we all eat that stuff and like we eat it like it's nothing. Like oxtail like mm-hmm. you eat it all the time you go to dutch pot shout out to dutch pot that's like my favorite jamaican restaurant so it's like jamaican restaurants here don't I, you must miss it because jamaican there's, food really is banging there's there's a couple spots like one or one or two spots and i went to one and it's a sit-down restaurant so i don't even get like a styrofoam <laughs> yeah. like it's not like it's not like the carry out like i'm not yeah, just carrying yeah, out yeah. like you legit have to sit down and order and yeah. it's in a nice plate presentation i'm like that's not jamaican food i'm not <laughs> right. doing anything right now and yeah. like my festival was nothing but a hush puppy like oh, oh no it was so annoying no 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 especially and when you criti- criticize the no like nothing like yeah. nothing anyways continue <laughs> my frustration no but yes and i think that <clears throat> I, I think that in a way yes drake also kind of starts trends because um, even like other artists, I believe that are trying to make it in the pop genre, they started to try to do the Drake sound. Like you're oh, right, yeah. Drake does have a sound, but he's created this this genre of like he even had like Kanye singing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like he started getting people to start singing on tracks because that shit was working for him. So it's like people talked a lot of shit. When Drake was doing all that singing, they were like, he's too soft. He makes me feel too much. I'm trying to like be, you know, get in the gym and like punch a bag. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to cry. So it's like people talk a lot of shit, but he's still around. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's definitely big around. And and what he's done uh, for music is something that I'm so grateful for. I really believe that Drake has created music that's going to be listened to for years and years remember hot like bling hot like bling was such a huge song <laughs> like it's annoying to us now because it got played that much but think about how big hotline bling was like it took over everybody was doing the little dance the little videos people doing the fade because it was just it was a really yo he does magic and that's why i think it's so dope that he now did this video that is getting such a huge reaction for him doing something so selfless and i believed him i don't think that this was something that he just did because it was good for pr like i believed him in this one i think it was it, this one was really genuine because the reactions seem 100 percent genuine like yeah it's a little set up but you're setting up that person to be surprised and of course they don't know what's coming or what's happening so it was a really great um really emotional video and you could see he where he was trying to tear up when he was talking to the kid but it's, it's i mean of course things are not things are have to, there has to be direction in a director just because there's a direction on how to shoot the video doesn't mean that it's fake of yeah. course it's, it has to be set up you just can't film shit crazy like you have to have a plan so it's like yeah they arranged for people to be there i mean it's it's supposed to make sense so yeah. i you know but I think it was a, it's a great video. Man, you should have been at that uh, supermarket in Miami. I don't know what you were doing that day. I don't know what I was doing, but it, w- it was a little <laughs> bit of, of the hood. So I'm not sh- too sure what hood it was in. But it looked like a Serranos or Presidente Supermarket. No, I forgot what the name of the supermarket, supermarket was called. Because I Googled it and I was like, I know. It's not it- Serranos. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bodega. Like, legit, it was a bodega. Like, yeah, it, it looked like uh, uh, not a high-end, you know. It wasn't a Whole Foods. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> it was not a Whole Foods. Not at all. 
<laughs> man, we have gotten bougie out here. I mean, I don't shop at Whole Foods personally. I, I mean, I, I, I go there from time <laughs> to time Joe's. to get lunch and shit. Like, I go. I'm not saying I don't. But, you know, for us local Florida people, I go to Publix. I'm going to be honest. That's where I go shopping. And I go oh. to Publix Sabol. And because that's... Public Sabor. Yeah. Yo, the most amazing thing about being Miami is the CVS y más. Oh, my God, girl. And Don't get me started. Public Sabor is the most crazy, like... I'm going to need CVS to get the employees to speak some English. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. And this is a Spanish-speaking person saying this. Like, they need to start speaking some damn English. I know it says y más, but it doesn't say it's too much to speak English. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... They need to fix that. <laughs> it is a turnoff. For, for real, for real, it's a turnoff. No, I know. I've, I've experienced that mm-hmm. before. But yes, so that supermarket that you definitely miss out on the grocery shopping on and free food, <laughs> yeah, free yeah, grocery yeah. shopping. He spent probably, I haven't noted somewhere that it was, he bought everyone's groceries. Some people got up to $1,000 worth of groceries, like old wow. deed, yeah, like yeah. grabbing. They took all um, the detergent they could. All the <laughs> I just envision envision mad detergent. Detergent, uh, toilet paper, like all the yeah. little stupid stuff that you're just like, I Things don't Things that really don't go bad. Yes. Yeah. Like par- like you just don't have to worry about again. Yeah. It's Those are the kind of things you grab. Um I, the number estimated around like about well, fifty thousand in that grocery store. Wow! In, in there alone, fifty to twenty-five to fifty thousand. Um, he donated fifty thousand to the Lotus House, which is a women's and children's shelter based in Miami. He provided the Overtown Youth Center with that van where he where he drives up with the van and that. And that's the Overtown Youth Center. Um, Miami Senior High School. Um, he donated $25,000 during his visit. He also donated special OVO designed uniforms to the school. That's awesome. Okay. Like that's mm-hmm. dope. He donated to, I believe the young lady's name is destiny and she got a $50,000 scholarship. Beautiful. Which is amazing. He was at the university of Miami. Um, he was just everywhere in Florida. Like he was just out in Miami spreading love. You know, and cheering on these kids, too. Like, the kids were even excited. Yeah, it was really dope. And you see now on his IG, you saw that he posted some of, like, I guess, the behind the scenes. That he was, like, in the crowd. And he was, like, in there. And they were, like, advising him not to. And, like, he was just experiencing the moment and experiencing the love. Like, how amazing must it feel to be successful in your life that you can do something for other people? Definitely. That must be such a fulfilling moment. Like, at least for me, I feel like... If I'm ever blessed enough to help that many people at once, wow. Wow. Like, how can you? That's priceless. That's priceless. And it's amazing that he was able to accomplish that at such a young age. Like, Drake is still a young man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, for him to have such a huge level of success and also to do such a selfless act, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm not saying he's the only person who has done things in philanthropy and gives back. There's plenty of celebrities or people with money that do things. But at the moment, we want to discuss someone that we enjoy listening to. I, I can't say that I've heard of an American doing something like this recently. And a Canadian is doing this for us. So that means a lot. He could have done this in Canada. You see what I'm saying? He probably does, and we don't know it. Possibly, but the, the point is that he didn't have to do it for a country that he's not a citizen of, and he chose to. And I think mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. And foreign artists don't always give back to the United States. So it's, it's, it's nice that he gave back to Miami because he lived here for such a long time. He probably considers this another place that he considered home. He partied here, and he God knows the, the bockeries that he's been involved in out here. So it's like, might as well give back. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like... It's dope. And according to the information that it says, it says that God's Plans video, the total amount donated was $996,631.90. The entire budget for the music video. Um, On February 15th's Instagram post, he called the music video the most important thing he's done in his career. And that's, that's, I I think this is going to go down in history. This yeah. is definitely gonna go down in history. It was, it was, it was cool. It was emotional. I teared up. I'm not even gonna lie. I teared up. I'm like, I'm a sucker for this type of stuff. Like, I love to see people getting help and like, the, especially the one with the mom and the son. That really touched me. 
Yeah, even when he was about to tear up, he yeah. was in the process of tearing up. Because I you could tell that was very sincere. Yeah, for sure. The crazy thing is, is that budgets, I mean, music videos don't have budgets like this anymore either. Always remember right. that. Like, right. these budgets do not exist any longer. Like, Diddy had million dollar videos back in the day. Right. Right. Michael Jackson um, started this whole million Michael dollar Michael Jackson thing. had yeah. million dollars. Janet Jackson. Remember those days? <sighs> When million videos dollar were videos? movies when videos were movies like they were movies. just movies yeah 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 and you just had a blast and you mm-hmm. went home and you were ready because you knew that new video was premiering like videos and record labels all those things do not give money like this anymore you don't have to people are over here shooting videos with their iPhones you yeah know what but I'm that's saying? what I'm saying that's, that's yeah. what they don't do so for him to have something like that probably from his own record label however I think he's under Universal, whoever provided that money, that's not a budget that's usually given out. So that's really awesome. So, and to use it in this way, as opposed to making something, this looks like a handheld <laughs> iPhone video, something <laughs> cheap and simple, and just giving out the rest. So that's pretty awesome. I mean, they probably used the real camera, Marley. <laughs> they just they didn't do special effects. I know they did. They used the. <laughs> I mean, they use... Um, it wasn't like low X. battery. Oh, shit. Hold on. No, up. I know. <laughs> they use little X or director X. So yeah, he's a yeah. big he's a big budget cut. He's a yeah, big he's, time he's, he's, he's director. So yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely him, I'm sure. I mean, but basically what you're saying, and I agree with you, is that it, it would have not cost a million dollars to film the type of video that they filmed. Period. No. Even that's, why if, I told, that's why it's nine ninety nine whatever, because they paid the rest of the folks. That's why. Yeah. The rest of it must have been paying other people. The rest of that, you know, from the million, that's what was left over to spend. True. True. More than likely. I think it's, it's it was, uh, I first of all, I really love the video. Um, I think that um, the song is dope. Um, I, I think that Drake already has that stamp of approval that as soon as he's on the song, you're already inclined to like it. You know how there's certain artists like that? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, even if the song is not fantastic... You're you're gonna swing towards a, a positive vote because you love the artist, like the Jamie Foxx song he has. Which one? Oh, fall for your type. Oh, yes. I love girl. Do not do this with me. I know everything Drake is on. Uh, like I am a fizzan. Okay? I like Drake's verse. I don't care for the rest of the song. Yeah, that that's when he says, um, "Dance what you dance, dance like how like ballet and shit." Some, <laughs> some foolishness. <laughs> But just that That's the one song Cause I was like Really Jamie's voice And there's another song But anyways Cause Jamie's voice I don't like in that There's yeah. a whole thing Behind it But you don't really Like Jamie Foxx As an R&B singer What's your opinion I do on that? No no I do I do Cause Jamie Foxx's First album that came out Is Fire Hear my words people Fire but why didn't he Poppin'. ever do the tour where it was going to be a comedy and R&B tour? That would have been dope. Did and he, he do never that? did. did I don't think he, he ever did that? that. No, he no. never did it. Mm-mm. I don't know why. That would have been dope. That would have been dope. Yeah. I would have yeah, enjoyed that. It would have been a long show. That's <laughs> 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 all I imagine is the time of yeah. being there. I but can't believe he's with Katie Holmes. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. But you know they were really go- good friends, right? I, you just don't see them being cool because Katie Holmes is so quiet. I don't even know what her personality is like. No, but he was he was friends with Tom. Like that was oh, his. Shit. Remember they did um, messy Monday shit. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> remember they did what's that movie that he won the Oscar for, or he Who? was nominated for an Oscar? Jamie. Jamie? It wasn't it right? Collateral. Collateral. Oh, they they filmed it together. Yes, they that, filmed that was it together. together. Yes. Tom Cruise and, and Jamie, they were really good and, friends since then. And Jada Pinkett Smith is in that movie, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, he's she? a cab driver and the guy's yeah. a hitman. Yeah, Jada mm-hmm. Pinkett Smith is in that movie. Oh, I don't remember her. Mm-hmm. But that's they were friends then, and then Tom and Katie broke up, and I don't know how Jamie came into the rescue. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's into Scientology, so neither is Katie. So, mm. you know, maybe they bonded in that way because Tom's all up in the deep into Scientology. Yeah, Never forget. He so, is. He's a big timer. I don't know. And speaking of Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, her husband Will Smith is killing, killing, I killing do. it on Instagram. Yeah. If you don't follow Will Smith, get on that. Make sure. That's the most like that makes my day sometimes watching him on there. Because what was Instagram before him? <laughs> you know what I think is amazing and fat. What's fascinating about J- about Will Smith 
the thing I've always liked about Will Smith is that Will Smith has always been himself mm-hmm. since the beginning. Like the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air has got to be one of the best comedies of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about urban comedy. I'm not talking about comedy from the 90s. I'm talking about of all time. Like, if you really think about it, the, the storyline of that particular show was just original. Everybody was into it. Like, who doesn't... Who hasn't seen an episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah. And, like, even now, of course, you stop watching it because you've seen so many reruns. But even if you sit in right now and you watch one, you can get entertained immediately. Yeah. And Will Smith had never even acted prior to that. And look how good he was on that show. Like, mm-hmm. you got to give props to Will Smith. And I feel like he's always been so much of himself. Like, when he's yeah. talking on the Instagram videos, I do follow him, of course. The simplicity of what he's saying is just because this person is just a rational thinker and he just knows how to articulate his thoughts in a proper fashion and people are blown away and it's just that that goes to show the lack of content that makes sense that's putting out that's being put out there right now because we either hear super negative things people that like work on the news that are unrelatable talking about things that we really don't have any kind of a direct correlation with but here comes will smith a simple guy america's sweetheart he says the simplest things Mm -hmm. and we're blown away that thing he said the other day about the reason that him and jada um are as together as long as they are is because he decided to stop being responsible for jada pinkett being happy He's like, I cannot be responsible for your happiness. That's the one thing I cannot control. And I Mm -hmm. think the simplicity in what he said was such a clarifying moment for me. It was. I I, I see what you're saying. And my favorite part is that years ago, I remember people used to say how, like, Will Smith and Jada really didn't, like, they raised their kids, but they raised their kids so differently. And so, like different right not even on the money status more like what on do the you sense mean like, like their beliefs like in the beliefs like they let their children kind of create their own beliefs like open up their doors and in different variations of what they accepted they really didn't like have them in a strict structure of like of information and knowledge they allowed them to open their own knowledge and information in different ways and absorb that in different ways and what i find interesting is that their kids are so talented because of how and people used to make fun of it. Like, people used to talk trash. Like, people used to say a lot of things. Like, they just let their kids run rampant and all these other things. But I see, like, once you start... Now this Instagram part has gotten me to know, like, their knowledge and thought process. That they just want their children to be just as free thinkers as much as they were. They are. Does that make sense? I It does make sense. But I can't deny that I didn't think that his kids were weird. I, th- I, I don't find them weird. That's the crazy thing. I don't find them weird. I find them... I, I can see that they have more of an open mind um, and are not by the book kind of kids and weren't For raised sure. by the book kind of thing. They, they were very privileged in that sense that they were able to express themselves freely, for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that they definitely gave their children that the freedom free, yeah. to, to just be Because you can tell Jada was... Are. You can tell Jada is kind of on that free spirit also because just from years of seeing her in... Yeah in how she went to an art school those kind of things like just yeah. that free openness things like that so to see how their kids turned out really great and and what we see mm-hmm. you know what i mean and see i find that interesting but i just love having will smith on instagram and waking up and seeing just like he wrote a little thank you to us for following him <laughs> like that yeah. video was cute today i think that that will it. smith is just a very He's he to me. He's such a great example of what we want people to see as Americans. Like when other people from other countries look at our famous people, like it's not embarrassing when to when they Will Smith. Will Smith. You know what I mean? Like we're proud of that one. You know, <laughs> that one's ours. <laughs> that one's you ours. Can't take them from us. The world's only you know America I mean? can claim Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, and America that's awesome. Philadelphia. That's all you got. <laughs> it's Will Smith. Yeah, and man. then now we claim Drake as well. <laughs> we do um, claim Drake, and we'll keep Drake Miami Toronto. We'll split them up. What else is his dad from Tennessee? Yeah, we'll we'll split them between all. 
but really he loves Miami. He Sorry, does love guys. Miami. And and we love you, Drake, because you brought a smile on our face after having a really bad, bad last week. Um, as we know, um, I know this is a little different from Messy Mondays, but it's our responsibility to talk about things that matter. Mm-hmm. And we have to talk about what happened um, last week on Valentine's Day in the high school in Coral Springs, Florida. Um, it, it rattles me to even discuss this. So we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to dive in. I'm going to start off by just reading to you guys what took place that day. So that for those of you who haven't had the opportunity to listen to the full story, um, this is a good way for all of us to be on the same page. And then, of course, you know, me and Marley are going to talk about it. Now... On the afternoon of February 14, 2018, a mass shooting occurred in um, Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, in the Miami metropolitan area. 17 people were killed and 15 more were taken to the hospital, making it one of the world's deadliest school massacres. The suspect was Nicholas Jacob Cruz, was arrested shortly after... Um, he and confessed to the shooting. According to the Broward County Sheriff's Office, he was charged with 17 counts of premeditated murder. Um, in September of 2017, he had been reported to the FBI that Nicholas Cruz had posted on social media messages in which he stated his aspirations is to become a professional school shooter and his AR-15 style rifle in January of 2018, a month prior um, to the shooting, the FBI received another tip that Cruz had made a death threat, but due to an error, its Miami's field office was never um, notified about this information. Um, the police and prosecutors have not yet established a motive or for the rampage and are looking into a pattern of disp- disciplinary issues that he's had in the past. Um, the shooting took place during the afternoon of February 18, 14, 2018 at the high school. Um, the suspect Nicholas Cruz requested an Uber ride and was dropped off at the school at 12:19 PM. He was carrying a backpack and a long bag. Cruz entered the freshman building, which was, which was what it was called a three story structured, um, containing 30 classrooms typically occupied by about 900 students and 30 teachers. He activated the fire alarm while he was armed with a Smith & Wesson MNP-15 AR-15 um, gun um, and multiple magazines and began shooting um, at the students and the staff members. He had purchased the rifle from a nearby Coral Springs gun store on February of 2017 at approximately 2.21 near dismissal time. Um, still members heard, the, as, as the school members started to hear the gunfire, they activated code red and lockdown. The shooting rampage lasted six minutes. After Cruz was... Um, after he finished the, the shooting, Cruz discarded the weapon and left the scene by blending in with the uh, fleeing students. He walked into a, mo- a Walmart where he purchased a soda and it's at the Subway restaurant. And then he walked into a McDonald's and lingered around um, for about until 3.01 in the afternoon. At about 3.40, um, he was stopped by a Coconut Creek police officer and was taken into custody without any incident taking place. Um, the school surveillance cameras recorded Cruz as the perpetrator. I haven't heard that part of the story. Yeah. So that, that was what happened. And um, I, Marley, you went to this high school. So I'm sure yeah. that painting this picture for you, you, you know exactly where all this took place. Yeah. The freshman building didn't exist at the time that I was there. The freshman building is new, probably 2009, 2010. Um, But I could still kind of imagine a lot of the pieces in a lot of the areas because it's still kind of built similarly and the the outside space and those kind of things are all, you know, Mm -hmm. reminiscent of what I used to hang out in and used to be at. Um, I had two family members who attend that school. One of my younger cousins actually had left school early that day and was with her father throughout the day um and 
my other cousin had actually experienced um he was running with two friends in the hallway um trying to find a door that's open protocol for code red is everything is locked teachers lock the door from the outside in right so you have to be outside with the key in order to lock the door the locked doors the locks do not the doors do not lock inside the classrooms so in that time um my cousin was looking for a door with two of his friends were looking for doors to be opened um unfortunately all of them were locked and as they kept running through the doors my cousin found one but his other two friends continued running one got shot and passed away and another one is shot and in the hospital my cousin made it into one of the classrooms that they found were open that a teacher opened for them oh, wow. um and as the teacher was trying to lock back that door because he noticed the door was open because my cousin got in the teacher was shot um at that time also so unfortunately for my cousin he's extremely traumatized and will take a lot of time to therapy a lot of those things as an alumni um a lot of people are hurt and i know as of like right now today's monday night um in new york a lot of the there's a facebook group for alumni all alumni all of these adults are in there and they're kind of working really hard together to raise money to help these kids people who are professional therapists who are professional you know counselors in any kind of way shape or form are putting together ways to help out the school and the community and their connections and right now in new york and my sister's attending it now there's a huge event for all the new york alumni anyone who's in the new york area and they have raffles and they have giveaways and all these things happening so to support the school and raising money and support and there's all these alumni from 1993 all the way to today whoever's living in new york is meeting there seattle has an alumni group also that i'm connecting with and that we're hoping to meet together and see how we can raise money for the school and help the school in any way with any resources that we have wow um so it's hit a lot of us and to know how close to home because my house is not that my parents house is not that far from there right to be able to put yourself when you watch the videos and know what that classroom looks like like i watched the video of a chemistry classroom and i knew i put myself in that chemistry classroom because i've been in that chemistry classroom for right. you know two years straight it hurts i didn't sleep for two days maybe longer a lot of people a lot of people couldn't sleep anyone i talked to it hurts it really really hurts like it's a devastating feeling devastating what i mean what what did your cousins say they're now doing since like is he going to school or he doesn't want to talk about it he doesn't want to mention it i what i do know is that um, as of right now, they've offered a lot of the kids the option to either go back to school or go to another school. And so they're making arrangements for kids to go to other schools. I don't know when he goes back to school because today's Monday and it was a holiday. So right. I don't know when that day back is. Um, but I know for sure he doesn't want to speak of it or know about it. Neither does my other cousin, even though she wasn't. It's like, you know, um, what's it called? Survivor's remorse kind of deal. Sometimes you have that where, you know, I just missed the plane, you know, those kind of things. Or I just missed that train ride. And that would have been, you know what I mean? Like those kind of things happen also. So I have not really spoken to them and and asked too many questions because it's very fearful. And they haven't slept. So when you say that um, the alumni are getting together to raise money um, for the the families of the victims, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Like, how can a person, like, donate? Like, if, you know, is there, like, a a Facebook that they're doing? Like, what are they doing right now? There is, right now it's between all the alumni. I don't have the live, the open uh, donation button or anything like that. If I find it, I'll make sure to share it to everyone. Um, On my Facebook and Instagram, I'll change my link. um, And I'll put it on our Instagram as well. Because there's various ones. And just be cautious and careful to which one you actually um donate to because you know there's a lot of scammers yeah, even in our true, own alumni group alumni group of almost ten thousand people in this facebook group and like three scammers were already in there so wow. and luckily 
for, for some hell of a reason, this alumni group is hella smart. Y'all fucking with the wrong one because they put people out on blast and kick you out ASAP if you are putting up with some foolishness. Um, but it's been amazing to connect with people. It's been amazing to know that a lot of us are on the same page when it comes to certain things. Um, it, it's amazing that people just reconnected, um, loved each other, you know, looking for old teachers, you know, and wondering if your teacher that you love so much is okay because yeah. you know, they were there. I had one one teacher friend who's an actual friend friend, you know, of the family, and that's the first person. That's another person I thought about, like literally, like the third person. I was like, is he okay? Um, and to see him kind of be upset and sad and the videos that he posts are so different than what it was before and I don't know how they go to work those are your students like I used to work in the school system so you call kids your kids like your students yeah. are your kids yeah so for them to walk in there after all this it's really hard so I mean it's terrifying that your job is already tough Mm-hmm. And now you have to worry about safety yeah, of possibly being murdered while you're at work. And you chose to be a teacher. Think about that. Yeah. Like, you didn't choose to go fight crime and be a cop or a security guard. or Like, you didn't choose that life. You chose a life of just education. And this could risk your life. Like, I personally have friends that are teachers and work at schools and like now it's more scary to hear about them going to work than a friend of mine that might work you know at a strip club or like at a at a as a bouncer like you know what i mean like it's it's the probability of things happening is lesser in environments where they should yeah. where things like that should quote unquote happen you know what i'm saying like, where else do you hear 17 people just got gunned down and seven of them were 14 years old? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's, like, yeah. that's that's terrible. Like, and I'm not saying that this 19-year-old guy does may not have a mental disorder, may not have troubling issues. Yes, of course, he lost his parents. We know the story that he's an orphan, but a lot of people lost their parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're not out here spraying people up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what's up with the fact that I'm talking to you about, you know, going tanning randomly and I get a, a tanning ad on my Instagram within the next hour and I'm having a conversation with you, but we can't control the fact that this person is saying that they want to kill and they they aspire to be a high school shooter. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what's really going on here? Like, I feel like. They're, they're all in their business. They're being big brother about absolutely everything else that's going on in life. But about this, here we drop the ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, out of, I, all, things. Yeah. Out of all things, this is the one thing that your invasion of our privacy should be involved in. Like, you guys, we already have to accept the fact that you're all in our business and the government monitors us in different ways. And we have to now come to terms with that's the reality. There's cameras every corner. There's this and that. They can hear our conversations. You can't talk about building bombs because then you go down a list. But you can talk about the fact that you love to shoot semi-automatic weapons and you would love to go kill everyone in your high school. And we don't think that this kid is a threat. Like, that, that, that to me is showing that there's something wrong in the system here. There's a broken part of the system. I, I'm i tired of us acting like this is part of being a citizen of this country. Like, yeah. this is this is what happens here. We get shot, and it could happen to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, and definitely shout-outs to those kids who have really putting up a fight on their own. Those survivors, those kids who made it out of there are really putting on a big fight. And if you haven't watched the news, if you haven't read the paper, and I suggest reading papers, um, reading articles, that's where you get all your information, all the news. But there's amazing kids who have taken this and they're really out there fighting. Like today there was a, a huge protest in front of the White House and the kids were laying down on the floor, you know, to protest yeah. everything because people weren't listening before and these kids are going to make sure you listen. They're going to find ways to be heard. Um, they create and teach and knowledge amazing kids at that school um, ev- always winning at everything that you always excelling at something over there but 
you know, putting up a fight and being heard is something that they're really doing and, and striving for. And I'm proud of them and I'm happy for them. Um, and hopefully this makes changes. I'm not saying take away everything from everybody, but changes do need to happen in some way, shape, or form. Okay. The reason I'm not saying take everything from everybody is because this is way bigger than a person's opinion. Like, the, you know, this mm-hmm. is the Second Amendment and... And it's all about Americans just love them some guns. Like we swear we're cowboys out here, and this is mm-hmm. still the wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. I every we all have our own stance on this. At this point, I'm not a person that I'm not a fan of guns personally. Me neither. But I'm starting to understand why it may be necessary to have one at this point because it's like if people are just randomly pulling out guns and shooting up thirty people. Might as well shoot the person that's doing the shooting. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that this is okay, but I'm saying that this is what we're being conditioned to believe makes sense. And it's very, very sad and it's very scary that the terror is in our backyard. This is before 10, 12 years ago, the terror was all these foreign people from another country. We don't know what's going on. The terror is now us. The terror is now the 18-year-old kid that couldn't handle cyberbullying. The terror is the 25-year-old person that has not gotten the proper medical attention for their mental disorder. Or the 50-year-old man that is still repressed and angry and like is a fanatic of some type of whatever and he's brainwashed. Like That's the terror now. It's people that we see every single day. In 2018 alone, there's been 33 mass shootings in America. In 2018, and if we're just going to get to the facts of numbers, because people love numbers, on October the 1st of 2017, 441 people were injured in Las Vegas. 441 people. That is a town of people. That is a city of people in some places in this country. Mm -hmm. So think about it. If you guys live in a small town right now in the United States, imagine every single person you know getting shot including yourself. These are crazy numbers. And this happened on October 1st. And on November 5th, 27 people were killed at the church in Texas. Mm-hmm. Gunned down while they were just practicing their faith. And then fast forward on, on Valentine's Day. Guys, October, November, and February, this is back to back. And we're not talking about all the other small shootings. We're talking about mass shootings. They killed 17 people on Valentine's Day kids and the majority were kids like i don't and then the thing that happened in connecticut where all those like what is happening like we act yo what happened to me when i lost faith was the straw that broke the camel's back for me was the vegas shooting it was the vegas shooting. it's like how did this catastrophe happen and 59 people died and we ain't talking about this no more because you know what the vegas shooting also like it took away before this the Vegas shooting took away from me like having enjoyment being at a festival having fun right. having a good time being around your friends enjoying your favorite artist singing yeah. and having a good time you're watching Luke Bryan that are like amazing and all that happening um, and then to, in a blink of an eye it just completely shifts and changes same thing you're at school you're with your friends it's probably 10 minutes to the clock that you gotta go home school's right. about to let out it's Valentine's Day. You just want to have a good time with your friends and everything changes in a blink of an eye. Like taking away those areas of even churches, those areas of where you feel the most secure, the most safe right. Right. are no longer safe. And you have to be cautious and careful how you walk out there. That's such a good point. Look at this Vegas vacation. You're happy. You're on vacation. You spend your money to spend some time off, see a good artist. You go to church to just follow your faith and to find peace within yourself. Or you go to school where you send your children because you believe that they're in a safe place. Mm-hmm. And it's like these three places that were not meant. This is not a war zone. You know what I'm saying? This is not like we're very fortunate in this country that thank God, knock on wood, we don't live amongst war in our country. It hasn't happened. So it's like that is an advantage that we still have as Americans. But it's not feeling safe anymore. It's starting to feel super scary. And it's like, yeah, maybe we're not going to win the battle of of taking away firearms, but we could definitely take away semi-automatic weapons. Yeah. Like, why do we need such heavy artillery to kill mass amounts of people if you just 
you know, live in a two bedroom apartment in the middle of, of, you know, suburb Florida. Why do you need that? Like, what is the purpose here? What are you hunting? And why do you need that type of ammunition to hunt? (laughs) There's so many. Like, this is a... I know that the conversation about these guns is like an ever never-ending cycle of things because people have their excuses. People have their their what they say are reasonings, but they are reasonings. And there's so many ways that this can actually be managed, controlled. Um, I mean, you're talking about a person who can't buy alcohol. Right. Is able to buy a gun. Right. And not just a regular gun. I'm talking about of you know huge ass military style right and Mm -hmm. that's a huge issue that's a problem you i can't get alcohol but i can do threats to anybody and everybody right i can take lives but i can't have alcohol right you know and alcohol yes kills people and there's people out there that i've seen my facebook all day the alcohol kills people yes it causes accidents yes it causes deaths yes there's more but something there's a difference between accountability and there's a difference in um it can mostly accountability of how this is done right of 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 how this can be avoided both of those can be avoided in many ways yeah many ways there's a there's there's multiple ways to avoid i mean i feel like it's super hard for me to apply and get a loan at a bank. You feel yes. me? Like, they gonna ask me a bunch of shit. <laughs> all kinds of background questions. All your addresses. They gonna ask me, like, yo, how am I gonna get this money back? Like, they gonna ask me so many questions for them to even take me into consideration. Let's say if I wanted to get $15,000. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. I've decided that I wanted to open my own hot dog stand. And, you know, I have the best hot dogs in America. And I can't wait to put up my stand on the corner right here of 22nd and 8th. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It is going to be the hardest thing in the world for me to do that because I'm still just plain old one person that has never had a business before. So how can we prove that you... I have to prove myself so badly. And all I want to do is progress and open a business. But these people don't even bother to check on a mental health record of a person and they sell them an automatic weapon. Something is wrong. Yep. Something is wrong. And I'm not saying I have the answers, but I am going to acknowledge that there should be a a change here. Like 33 mass shootings in 2018 and February is not even over. We have a problem in this country. Something is wrong. And it's not just in one city. This is happening in the entire country. This is all the time. there's, There's no like area that is excluded from this issue anymore it's everywhere it's coast to coast it's mm-hmm. everywhere it's the middle of nowhere it's major cities metropolitan areas it's it's elementary schools it's churches it's like what is the issue here like okay what look at we we had to look up what it takes to get a gun and what it, you okay you have to possess a valid hunting license or a permit issued by the united states okay i don't know who's hunting in in the middle of Miami. You feel me? So it's like, what are you hunting? If you don't live by an area that you are a hunter, there are should be more questions in regards yeah. to why do you need hunting equipment, right? I mean, yeah. I, I just don't understand. Like, an official representative of a foreign government who is accredited with the United States government also can get a, a weapon, I mean, a gun. An official foreign government or distinguished foreign visitor who has been designated by the Department of the State can get a a gun. Um, Let me see. A person who's received a waiver from the Attorney General. Each state has their own law to allow people how to possess the firearms. And in various states, they have federal permitting and background checks and requirements. The point is that it doesn't seem like it's really that hard. It's harder to get your driver's license than to get a gun. When you got to show up with your birth certificate and your passport or like. I don't see any of that here. No. It's crazy. Yeah. The whole thing is just devastating. It really hurts. It's frustrating. It's. It's a lot of emotions. A lot. And it's not going to be easy to run. Like, a part of me wanted to go home so badly. Yeah. But there's nothing I can do when I get home. Right? right. Like, 
flying out there. There's nothing I can do. I feel for my mom who's scared because she's just around and knowing people who know, you know, knowing kids and knowing their mothers and those kind of things. A girl in our actual neighborhood, our gated community, like one of her, like even she's passed away and been harmed. Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. And this is going to be something that just, it's not going to go away. Like the the emotions, the feelings are not just going to go away. Well, I mean, because you're an alumni of this high school, you know, Messy Mondays is going to support, of course, and all of our listeners is going to support. So if next week you guys have that info, you know, we're going to share it with you guys so you guys can participate in trying to at least alleviate some of the financial burdens that these people have to plan for their kids, for their funerals, because let's be serious, not many people have money saved up for a funeral when your kids are under 16 and 17 yeah. years old. No one, no one's prepared for this. Not, not the average. I don't know if some people have fantastic insurance, life insurance, maybe. But honestly, the average person doesn't have this planned out. Yeah. This is not, yeah. This is an unexpected expense that's extremely sad, and it's a, and it's a business to to you know to host a funeral. Mm-hmm. So the people who do that, they do charge. It's not free, you know what I'm saying. So it's like people need help, and yeah, what else can we do to make these people feel better? You know, there's nothing we could do to take away the pain. The only we can do is make it easier for them to get through it. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> and it's maybe an guys. Thing. If you guys have a suggestion, if you guys want to start a petition process throughout the country where we can please try to ban automatic weapons, I think that would be a start. If anyone's down, if anyone's listening that that has better education and more knowledge about these gun policies and what you can yeah. and cannot do, hit us up and let us know. We'll use our platform to help spread the word as well. You know, I know you got two signatures right here and, you know, yes. we can help spread it because honestly, I personally, even before this catastrophe happened on Valentine's Day, I don't believe that any American should have an automatic weapon. I really don't. There's no reason that's not even protection at this point. That's like that's just, that's just absurd. It's absurd. It's absurd. It's absurd. Well, well, thank you for everyone for their support, and we'll keep you updated on links and ways to donate or provide petition anything like that. Um, you know, and the city of Coral Springs Parkland will get through, will definitely get through this. Um, you know, those alumni is getting together. They're doing a great job and doing a great thing. And I'm excited to connect with those in the Seattle area. I thought it was all alone out here from South Florida. <laughs> wow. I, I was actually really surprised that you said the numbers were so high. That's crazy. Here, there's about 100 people, which wow. is a, which is big. Yeah. <laughs> which is big for here. No, but it's big for anywhere. Girl, for anywhere. How, 100 people from a my random, high school do not live here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's high a lot. School. Yeah. yeah. So excited to meet up with them. Yeah. Um, and on a final note, the week was hard with this, and the week ended on a positive high note with Black Panther. <laughs> and I just wanted to share that my week was so difficult, so difficult, that on Sunday when I went to go see that movie, it changed, my my emotions completely changed. I know you have not seen it, correct? No, I have not seen it yet. So we won't dive deep into it. No, but Maybe I don't want to ruin it for the listeners, but if you want to yes. share something that you think it's worth sharing feel free because i'm sure a lot of people have already seen it too nope. it's just it just changed your emotions when you walked out of there i just want to show i just want to share that i walked in there like my week was heavy yeah and i went in there and i came out and i was like you I, felt empowered i not empowered but just the my emotions completely changed like it was just like okay that was great it was relieving a little yeah bit, right because and not because of the entertainment but also because of the words the, the the movie itself just the shots everything like that like it really just makes you feel really good um, and I like a good movie like a good Marvel movie why not yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a good Marvel movie yeah. so who doesn't like a superhero who doesn't like a superhero we need one right now so we would love a superhero anytime Michael B. Jordan could be a superhero <laughs> although he's not a super well, you have to watch it but um, yeah on that note Yes, uh, on that note, guys, even though 
it wasn't planned this way. It was really nice that Drake did something really nice for South Florida because South Florida needed a little love. And it all happened right on time. Um, uh, the whole country was devastated with what happened, but we felt it a little bit more down here yeah. when it's when it's so close to home. So um, our prayers and our condolences to everyone. Um, our, our biggest following um, is down here. So we know that you guys are listening and we want you to know that um we're gonna try our best to help and marley's gonna keep everybody updated and uh, we're gonna turn this into a, a movement guys and we're gonna try to move forward and and try to try to bring up the spirit with god's plan this is this is all tied together it's not just yeah. the title of the song that Drake did this video for where he performed the philanthropy. This was probably God's plan, you know? This is unfortunately, he found a way to bring light to a very negative time for us by by inspiring a person to give back to a community that needed it. So, if you want to look at a positive, look at that. Again, thank you guys for joining us on Messy Mondays. If you have a story to share with us, email us at messymondayspod at gmail.com Follow us on Instagram at Messy Mondays Podcast and DM us if you have a story to tell us. Or follow us on Twitter at Messy Mondays Pod. Um, and thank you for joining us. Yes, yes, yes. And make sure to follow us uh, individually on our Instagrams as well. Show me underscore ENT and love Marley underscore. Thank you for listening. <laughs>